Hi, you guys. This is your host, Yahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. This is episode six, and today we're going to talk about forgiveness. As always, thank you guys for joining me as we discuss the highs and lows of dealing with herpes. It is my hopes and prayer that all who listen to this podcast find it inspirational and supportive. You are not alone in this journey, and I thank you guys for listening. So let's get started. Now, you may be asking, Yahiro, why would you dedicate a full episode on forgiveness? You know, why would this be a topic of interest? Well, I truly believe that forgiveness is the key to healing the emotional scars of contracting the herpes virus. We all know how emotionally draining it is dealing with this virus, the tolls it takes on our bodies and we receive recurring outbreaks, the emotional tolls it takes on telling our partners that we have the virus, trying to suppress the virus. These are all things that makes having this virus very hard, makes it very hard to deal with. So I wanted to discuss forgiveness because I know if I've dealt with it, there's somebody else that's deal, that has, deal, has dealt with or is dealing with being able to forgive the person who gave them the virus. And I don't mean only forgiving that person, but I also want to kind of look a little bit deeper um, because it is also important for us to forgive ourselves. Um, some people like myself may have you know, taking an inward um, negative thought process about themselves um, after contracting the virus. Um, And that's not healthy either. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that later, but we're first going to talk about forgiving the person who gave us the virus. So the definition of forgiveness, when I looked it up, it says forgiveness is to stop feeling anger towards someone who has done something wrong, to stop blaming someone, to stop feeling anger about something, or to forgive someone for something they've done wrong. Now, forgiveness is hard. It's a really hard task, especially when someone has done something wrong to us that will affect us for the rest of our lives let alone doing something wrong and it can be fixed but when someone has done something to you and it affects your life for the rest of your life it's really hard to forgive that person it's really hard to say you know what I accept your apology and we can move on from here or I accept your apology and I don't have any negative thoughts about you because this is something that is not going to change. Getting this virus lives in us for the rest of our lives and so we are constantly reminded of what this person has done to us. So that's something hard to forgive and it takes a lot. For me, It was extremely hard for me to forgive the man that affected me with the virus, mainly because, as I already stated, I get outbreaks regularly. When I first contracted the virus, just like probably with everyone else, I was um, prescribed Valtrax. And I'll talk about how different medications affect my body, and hopefully you guys will share that as well. But Valtrax didn't do anything for me. 
it felt like I was just taking medication just to be taking medication. So every month, and this is what happened to me, and it's medically shown that the toll's administration is stressful to the body, female body. So that may cause an outbreak. And for me, that's the case. So every month after I would have my monthly menstrual, a couple of days later, I would also have outbreaks. So after taking Valtrex and it's not working, I just decided, because it seemed like I was still getting them every month anyway. So I stopped paying for Valtrex. I stopped taking the medication and I would have outbreaks every month. Here recently, and like I said, I'll talk about medications in a later episode, but here recently, I was getting an outbreak every two weeks. You know, it was it had nothing to do with minstrels anymore and, and I don't know what exactly was causing that type of stress on my body for me to have an outbreak all the time but especially when I was you know new to this having an outbreak every month was a constant reminder of what this man had done to me or what I was afflicted with because I slept with him unprotected um, so it was for me very difficult because I found I felt like I couldn't enter into a new relationship because of him. He was the blame, you know. So how can I forgive him for him because he had affected not just our relationship, but he was affecting any future relationships I had for years and years and years to come. So for a lot of years, I found it very hard to find a place to forgive him even though he apologized after I you know told him this is what you gave me and we had that conversation it was hard for me to forgive him even years later after he was no longer in the picture I still blamed him I still had resentment towards him I still wished him harm like I really wished him harm I wished him not harm in just his relationships but physical harm, <laughs> I wanted him to regret meeting me as much as I regret meeting him. Like, I wanted to cause him bodily danger and that he would remember me, like, scar him so that he would remember me every time he looked at his scar. <laughs> That's how much I hated this man, even years after us not even being together. I plotted of ways. Like my mind went to really strange places, like of how I could seek revenge on this man. I never acted them out, thank God, because I'd probably be arrested and in jail, locked up for murder. But um, I went through that. I wanted to ruin his life, and you know that's not healthy. You know. Um, I wanted to ruin his life the way he ruined mine, basically. But that way I think it isn't healthy at all. To harbor resentment towards another person for something that they did isn't healthy. According to many psychologists and medical professionals, having persistent feelings of resentment and negativity affects not only your mental health, but your physical health. If you're constantly negative and you're constantly hostile and you're constantly filled with resentment, that triggers other things that are working in your body. 
I would think that it it negatively impacts your blood pressure. It negatively impacts your mental state because you're always in a in a fiery fury full thought process. That's not healthy on your heart because it's raising your blood pressure. That's not healthy on your mind because you're always in a negative space. So however you you look at other parts of your life is is triggered by negativity because you feel that you have to you know get someone not even a target that you really at the person who gave you this virus is no longer the target everybody's a target because this one person did you wrong so it's, it's not a healthy way of thinking and just because I say that we should forgive the person that gave us this virus it doesn't mean that we'll ever forget how can we forget you know we are reminded whenever we enter in a, a new relationship because we have to you know let our partners know this is what we have even if we don't get outbreaks like that it's important that they know that this is a part of our medical history so we can't forget but i will say this it's healthy for us to forgive. And psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings or resentment or vengeance towards a person or a group who has harmed us or you, regardless of whether they actually deserve forgiveness. So regardless if they deserve it or not, that forgiving is is making the decision to let it go forgiveness does not mean forgetting nor does it mean condoning or excusing the offense of the person who has harmed you or in our case the person who has given us the virus when we say i forgive you that doesn't excuse them or or say it's okay you know it's just releasing making the conscious decision to release that energy say, I'm not going to hold any harmful thoughts or any negative thoughts about you. What is done is done. And it's nothing else we can do about it. Doesn't mean I have to like you. Doesn't mean I have to love you. Although the Bible says, love your neighbor as God so loved the church, but it doesn't mean that we have ill will towards them. That's what basically it means. That's what forgives. We don't no longer have ill will towards them. We'll never forget, but we don't have ill will towards them. And speaking of the Bible, let's see what the Bible has to say about forgiveness. In Matthew 18, 20 and 22, it talks about forgiveness. And it talks about when Peter came up and said to him, meaning Jesus, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times. Jesus said unto him, meaning Peter, I do not say to you seven times, meaning I don't say to you just to forgive him seven times, but 70 times seven. Not just seven times you're going to forgive him, but you're going to forgive him 70 times seven. And 70 times seven is 490 times. (laughs) Now, did Jesus mean that literally like you're going to count 490 times how many times you forgive this person? No. But what he means in this instance when he's talking to Peter is that the amount of times you forgive a person when they've done something to you, 
you can't even count it. Who's going to sit here and count 490 times? So keep a tick mark of, I forgave you this, I forgave you 10 times. I forgave you 15 times. I forgave you 20 times. Nobody's really going to keep count of how many times. It's, it's countless. You forgive a person when they offend you. If they come to you and they say, please forgive me. And they mean it honestly. And in my case, I believe he, he meant it honestly. Please forgive me. You know, I'm sorry. I didn't know. You know, I went through the whole ordeal of believing or not whether he knew. And for a long time, I felt he knew. I think I even said it in my previous episode that I think that he knew. But I do know that there are instances where you can have herpes and the person not even get a outbreak, no symptoms or anything. So it's possible. So I can't say whether he knew or not. But that's beyond the point at this time if I'm saying I'm, I'm going to forgive you. Hey, are you there? Are you listening? Come here, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Jones dot one. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H-I-R-A dot j-o-n-e-s dot the number one that's the first step once you're there i need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the dating with herpes private group once you've sent me that message i will send you an invitation so that you can join the link now this is a brand new page so There's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, yahira.jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group, and then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where All of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. So psychologists and medical professionals believe that forgiving someone allows you to heal not only mentally but physically and I believe that's true um when you when you honestly forgive someone when and when I say to be to honestly forgive someone is to say when you hear that person's name you don't have any feeling, you don't tense up, or you don't have a negative thought about them, or you don't catch an attitude when you see them in public. You've let whatever ill feelings that you had about that person, any 
resentment that you had about that person, you have let it go. No longer think negatively. Now, do you remember what they did? I'm quite possible you'll never forget, but you don't have any resentment towards them. And I know that's a hard place to get to, especially when it's a new situation. Keep in mind that it took me a good, maybe 15 years to get to that position, to get to a place where I forgave my partner who gave me the virus. And I no longer felt some type of tenseness in my body when I thought of the situation. Because there's nothing I can do at this point. If I harbor resentment for this man for 15, 20 years, what does that do for me? It does nothing. He's gone and lived his, he's living his life. I don't know what he's doing, but I can guarantee he's not thinking about me. I can guarantee that he probably doesn't even remember my name, what I look like. If he saw me out in the street tomorrow, he would not know me if we crossed paths. I guarantee it because it's been 20 years. You know, I've changed a lot and I'm pretty sure he has. I don't know what he's doing with his life, what he looks like, what he's been through, nothing. You know, yeah, it has impacted me and I will never forget it, but I guarantee you he does not remember because I'm pretty sure I was one of many that he's encountered. Oh, you gave this to me. I'm pretty sure. So what does resenting him forever do? It does nothing for me. Does nothing. He doesn't care. So letting that go, it, it kind of takes that burden off of your shoulders. It makes you feel a little lighter to not care about the well-being or, or not the well-being, but to care anymore about this person. It takes that, that heavy jacket or that heavy weighted jacket off and it makes you feel a little bit more lighter. You know, let him live his life. He's done it. What was what's done is done. And it takes a while for those who are listening and they're just going through finding out that they have this virus and that their partner is giving it to him, giving it to you, I should say. It takes a while to get to this part of life. It takes a while for you to get here. But what I can say to you is work on it. Don't let it work on you. Don't let that resentment that you have towards that person um, rule your life. Because it can. It really can. It can take its own life of its own. And it can make you be a person that you don't even recognize anymore. One day you'll look back and say, who is this person? Why am I so angry all the time? Why can't I have great relationships with people? Because you're harboring resentment for one person but you're taking it out on another because that person is no longer part of your life. They're no longer part of your life. So when you um, forgive that person, it takes all of that toxicity also out of your out of your body. You're no longer having this high blood pressure because you're thinking about what this person is doing and they give, they gave this to me, but they're living their lives and they're not thinking about me anymore. You no longer have that negative thought process. You're thinking of other things, how to live on and how to enjoy the rest of your life, how to look forward to meaningful relationships and how you can get to that part again. You know, it, it changes you when you forgive. It changes you for the better. 
Now for me, I had to realize that I had to forgive this man that gave me the virus in order for me not to continue to carry the shame and guilt into new relationships. As long as I resented him, that meant that, meant that something was wrong with me. Yes, I have a virus, but there are also one in six that has the same virus as me. That means I'm not as odd as I think I am. <laughs> almost normal, <laughs> you know, with the, with, the, with the, the odds here. I'm almost normal. There's so many more people that have this virus that is, we can't even really count. Yeah, we can take a census, but I, I guarantee there's still more out there who are not even in the number. It's probably even more common than one in six, but we don't know that. We don't know that. So it, I needed to, t to forgive him so I don't feel any shame anymore. Like there's something wrong with me. I read a quote um, when I was doing research a while back that um, somebody said when they thought about um, telling their partners, they had to remember that there's something wrong with almost everybody. There's something wrong with almost everybody. Nobody is perfect. My problem is that I have a virus. I have a skin disease. I have a skin problem, an issue with my skin that makes me contagious. So what? People have contagious viruses all the time. If somebody sneezes in my face, I'm most likely going to catch their cold. If, if somebody has the flu, I can, I can actually die if I'm in their presence and I catch the flu. I could die from the flu. At least with this virus... It's not going to kill me. Think about it like that. When you think about it like that, this is nothing. So why harbor resentment and shame and guilt around forever? Forgive this person. Release it. Let it go. Now, not only did I have to forgive my partner... I had to learn how to forgive myself. For a long time, I was very hard on myself for the part that I played in contracting this virus. I was very hard on myself. I would say things like, if I had only had asked him to wear a condom, my life would be so different. And it would be. But there's nothing I can do about it now, right? I would say stuff like, how could I have been so stupid? But what does bringing myself down do at this point? I already have the virus. This is what you have to tell yourself. You have to, you have to set the record straight. There's nothing that you can do about the past. There's nothing. The only thing you can do from this day forward is see how you can make your life better for you and your partner. That's it. Point blank and the period. <laughs> That's it. I would say stuff like, out of all the people in the world, why did I choose to sleep with him? How could I be so dumb? How could I be so desperate? Why didn't I just wait? As some of you are, may not know, I waited until I was 21 before I had sex for the first time and that was the person who gave me the virus. If I had just waited until marriage, maybe I would have known 
that he or you know that the next person was virus free but who's to say years later that this person wouldn't cheat on me and bring the virus back into our marriage I don't know that so to keep playing the what ifs and woulda coulda shouldas and all that is empty negative vibes it does nothing but messes with your brain messes with your head there's nothing you can do about the past if you don't get anything please get this from me there's nothing you can do to change what has happened the mistake that was made it is already done move on stop holding guilt stop holding resentment stop holding shame it's unnecessary it's unnecessary to wallow in that release that from your body release that negative energy from your being please i've been there and i'm so trying to help somebody if you can release that it makes your life so much better it does i'm telling you and i'm about to cry because i know that feeling of the would it could it should is and i wish i could change the past we can't you're living in a fantasy world when you think about the past and how it could have changed and how it could be different today if i did this or I, if i didn't do that the fact of the matter is that you're present today and the only thing that you can change is your future now you can do that you can choose to lie and wallow in self-pity and hatred and resentment and it tears away at your spirit and it tears away at your happiness or you can change your thought process and make a positive future for yourself grab that if you grab nothing else from these episodes when i tell you i'm preaching to myself i had to this is how i had to come out of being depressed all the time about being in relationships now my future is so bright when i think about relationships i'm so excited when i start talking to somebody new i don't let this burden hold me anymore it can't it can't hold me anymore. It's not a burden to me anymore. And once you release that, is when you start living again. You start living again. You start being happy about life and excited instead of fearful about entering into a relationship. And I'm telling you that positivity that you have that you learn how to recapture that's contagious when you are entering into a new relationship and you're positive about who you are and not fearful about what somebody's going to say they feed off of it and they want to be around it they want to know in spite of what you're going through why are you so happy and they want to be around the happiness i'm trying to tell you guys and i'm sorry for preaching I'm sorry for preaching but I'm so passionate about forgiving because this is where I am now. If you don't catch this, if you don't catch this is where I am now, I've learned how to forgive myself more than him.
because I was so hard on myself. But I couldn't live in that the doubt and the fear and the shame. I couldn't do that anymore. I'm 40 years old. I'm over the hill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These are the best days of my life. But still, this it's, it's a downhill spiral after here. You know, we only live to like, what, 80, 90 tops? So I got to live my best life now. And you do too. You know, I realized that torturing myself, it was so unnecessary. What was done is, it's it's done. And there's nothing I could do to change what he and I did. It was nothing. There's nothing at this point. The only thing I could do was to make the best of this new life that I have and not allow this virus to run my life anymore. And I hope this helped you. I'm going to tell you, I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to myself. Because I have to constantly restructure my thought process. You know, there are days that I get depressed. There are days that I, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm having an outbreak. Why? When is this going to end? When is this going to end? So I have to renew my thought process constantly. I'm not always happy. And I don't expect you to always be happy. But don't lay in the depressed state. Restructure, renew your mind. It's, this is not the worst thing ever. It feels like it's in time, but it's not. It's not, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It could be so much worse. So, now after my sermon, <laughs> I want to know how you have forgiven the person who affected you, or did you forgive the person that affected you? Are you still struggling with forgiveness? Do you believe that forgiveness is for you and not for the other party? That's the main thing. Forgiveness is for you. I know that's so cliche to say, but it's for you. I want you guys to talk to me. I see that y'all are listening and I appreciate it. I appreciate the audience. But I want to have this to be, and I keep saying this every episode, I want this to be an interactive podcast. I want to hear from you. This is where you can talk. You can talk anonymously, and nobody will ever know the better. I'm not asking for your name. I'm not even asking you to talk. You could just send me a message. You could send me a message via email at Hope at gmail.com, or you can hit the message button. If you choose that you don't want me to use the message that you record in the episode, I won't use it. I may reference it, but it won't be a name associated or voice associated with it. But I want people who are listening to know that I'm not the only one or they're not the only one that's going through this. So send me a message. Hit the message button at the bottom of this page. Leave me a message or email me at Hope at gmail.com once again I thank you guys for listening I know I got a little passionate this episode but this is why I started this podcast because this is where I am in life and I want to give people hope you're not alone in this you're not the only one and I know it feels sometimes like we are the you are the only one Because we don't talk about this virus. 
we don't talk about it because of the stigma and the stigma um, is going to be an episode that I talk about in the future but there's so much stigma behind it that we don't talk about it use this platform to share and let people know that you're also here and you also support them as well oh just a reminder to you guys I mentioned in a previous episode that I was doing a giveaway. I have not heard from anyone yet. So there's one more day to enter into the contest. So if you would like to win a $25 gift card, message me by hitting the message button at the bottom of the screen. Tell me your, um, how you were infected, how you responded to learning about your um that you have the virus how did you confront the person um when you found that you had the virus and how is your dating life today just message me that information if you are the first person to message me you will win a 25 dollars gift card also please if you message me leave me your email address so that i can let you know that you've won the contest there's only one day the 17th is the final day to enter the contest so after tomorrow on tuesday the contest will be over so please if you're interested and learn interested in winning a gift card message me that information all right guys it has been a pleasure once again talking to you hopefully this didn't run too long i'm not even checking the time but Once again, I am your host, Shahira Jones, and this has been another episode of Dating with Herpes. Until next time, be safe and God bless.